Up Youth Ministry. This is AC. This is my friend Kurt. Let's talk youth ministry. What's up, dude? How are you? Good. Shaking hands as if we haven't yes. seen each other, but we just had lunch together we at did. the good. one and only Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Proud sponsor of the Let's Talk Youth Ministry video podcast. It's not true. Oh, that's not true. Every all. week. Although one of the, the guy that owns this one is a very active volunteer in our high school ministry. Yeah, he's a life group leader. He's mm-hmm. actually my co-leader. Good dude. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. And yet, <laughs> and yet awesome. we still paid for our lunch today. I know. So something's wrong with that. Okay. Um, if people didn't watch the show last week, yeah. they can go to morelandodgeball.com and scroll down a little ways and find last week's um, episode. Yeah. Um, I think it was on Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, or they can go to YouTube, the Let's Talk Youth Ministry channel on YouTube. Yep. Last week, in our little mini-series on small groups, we interviewed Chip Bragg, who is one of our small long group leaders. Long-time, long nine-year volunteer. Yep. Awesome guy. If you didn't see it, it's well worth seeing. Yeah. Today, we're going to cover two topics. Topic yep. number one, we're each going to share three... Um, if we could only, we're going to pick our three. It'll be yeah. six. Yeah. But if I could only train small group leaders on three things, if you could only train small yeah. group leaders on three things, what would they be? Yeah. And then, I can't remember what the other thing we're going to talk about. The other thing is uh, expectations, parent expectations. So oh, I'm going to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Okay. throw a few questions your way for you to just take it home in terms of you have two kids, one who came through yeah. our yeah. you know life group process one and then one it. who's in it he's in his last year yep. that's crazy dude crazy man oh, crazy i remember him coming freshman year you remember when he was a little bit hairs <laughs> just, hair justin bieberish hair <laughs> he was like 5 feet 1 yeah now he's like 63 probably weighed 180 rock solid <laughs> it's crazy what the heck happened? he still has nice hair he does. It's not Bieber hair, but it's very no. nice. Very it's, nice hair. It's, it's, Trust me. It's he spends me. enough time on it. It better look good. That dude. No. I tell him, I don't spend any time on my hair. Why do you have to spend so much time on your hair? Dude, quick story about your son. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> guys share trip. publicly? I'm sharing it publicly. Oh, because okay. uh, this was probably, definitely was, I said, way to go, bro. Like, to him or to this, me? To him. Oh, good. To him. Um, I'm trying to make it really short. Guys trip. Um, I I kind of told all the guys, I said, hey, if you can remember everyone's name at the end of this trip, you yeah. get you get 25 bucks to Starbucks. Wow. All right. And we had almost 30 guys there. Yeah. Um, at the end, we had three guys. Cole was one. Who remembered everybody's name. Who remembered. Wow. At the end, the first two guys remembered everyone, but missed one of yeah. each. Yeah. And so Cole goes... And I said, who remembers the most about each one? Not necessarily just their name, because yeah. somebody could remember their name. Right. He goes through and gives us specific incidents that he had with each person that week Come and on. their name. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, so like Brian and you and I did this. Every wow, dude, you were kicking everybody's butt because you're a, you are a jujitsu king, and I was you intimidated me, and so wow. <laughs> so I want you to be my friend. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. Yeah, good for him. I was like, good for him. Yeah, it was the best. That's good. Um, no, he's done so, something right this year. <laughs> okay, since you're you're, you're raising awesome, yeah. God fearing kids yeah. that went through our ministry, I want to just ask you a few questions. And yep. you can kind of 
talk about expectations. Gotcha. What, do, what do you expect yep. from the ministry? As so a last week we interviewed Chip yeah. as a volunteer. Yeah. This week we're interviewing a parent. I just happen to be that parent. Yes. Great. Yes. Awesome. Very okay. Bruce. Bruce Willerish. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Willis. Ish. Ish. Bruce Willis. I get. I get Bruce Willis all the time. Yeah. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I even get me some Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not very often. You know what I get more than either of those? Jason Kidd. The basketball oh, totally. player, Jason Kidd. Totally. I get it all the time. I need all three. Weird. Weird. All three. I just okay. get Kanye West. <laughs> you do get Kanye Everywhere. West. Everywhere. I mean, yeah. literally, I was at in and out The girl's typing, and she looks up and freaks out because she thought I was Kanye West, and I'm like... I look nothing and you like said, it. no, that's Jesus to you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's Jesus. Now make my sandwich fresh. No. Speaking of Jesus, then we'll get on. Okay. You know, we have a kid in our ministry. You know John, Johnny um, Kreiser? Yeah. Freshman. Yeah. He was in my yeah. life group last year in yeah. eighth grade. We have a freshman who loves to take pictures of waves. That's yeah. all he does is take pictures of waves. He's got this fancy water housing so he can go. He never takes pictures of surfers. <laughs> or bot- it's just the wave. It's awesome. It's made a little bit of money on it. His dentist wants to decorate his office in Johnny's wave pictures. So he's trying to come up with a name for his wave company. (laughs) He'll never guess the name. Guess what he's calling his company that takes pictures of waves? What? Y'all waves. Like y'all waves. Y'all waves. waves. (laughs) Only a a freshman. That's the name of his company. Y'all waves. Okay. All right. Let's get into this. Here we go. Three things. If I could only train my leaders on three things. Now, by the time people watch this, for most people, small groups are off and running. But we're probably always doing ongoing yeah, training. Totally. We have our small group training yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, three things. Ooh, it's tough. I think not in any particular order. One would be the purpose of small groups. Yeah. I want my small group leaders to know why we do small groups. Yeah. What are we trying to accomplish in our yeah. small groups? Where do small groups fit into our overall ministry structure? Yeah. Um, everything we do is important, but everything we do um, needs to have a reason why we do it. Yeah. Um, so we can answer questions from parents. When parents say, why does small group have so much deep Bible study? It's too deep. Yeah. Oh, because it's our discipleship tool. Yeah. It's, it's our method of discipleship. Or, well, how come small groups don't have enough Bible study? It seems like they're just for fun. Yeah. Well, because small groups are our tool for building relationships and fun. Yeah. Or So whatever yeah. reason you do small groups, I would want my volunteers to really understand. Yeah. This is why we do them. This is how it fits in the big picture. This is the overall goal and hope for small groups. That's good. That's Just good. clarity of purpose. Um, I think. I'll I'd, go. Oh, are you oh, done? oh, we're gonna go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. I go back. We go back. Oh, you're afraid I'm gonna take all three of yours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. We haven't. Okay. We haven't talked <laughs> okay. about it. Uh, mine would be how to be relational. I think, and that could cover, you know, how you want your leaders to be relational with students. It could also cover the boundaries that you want to set in terms of relational ministry. Mm-hmm. Like, should a leader ever be in a car alone with one student? Should you ever be in a room alone with one student and so you can kind of cover those bounds those boundaries with training on how to be relational also you can't just assume because a person is willing to do this that they know what to do sitting around a table with four or five students so you want to train even though it may seem like uh they know you know 
you know, how to hold a conversation, you know, but actually you're teaching them how to facilitate. Okay. And which means everyone can't talk at once, you know, how to control the crowd, how to control the room. Um, And so being relational is, I think, very on top of my list of we want to make sure that we're taking care of the leaders by giving them those boundaries. Yeah. But we also want them to know, you know, show up. You can show up for a game. You can... You know, go to the hospital if a uh, parent's there or so. You're saying it's there. like relational meets the role of a shepherd almost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Now I'm afraid so much of else, so much else I would want to trade on, train on falls in that category because that's yeah. a very big category. Yeah. So this might fall under that. Can I get more specific? No, totally. I would train on the art of active listening and asking mm-hmm. good questions. Yeah. You know, I would train our leaders on having really big ears and a tiny mouth, mm, right? That's good. Yeah. Listen a whole lot more than you talk. Yeah. Um, ask open-ended questions. How to get dialogue going? Yeah. How to how to create a safe place for students to bring up their doubts or their struggles? Yeah. So, sort of this environment that is less lecture-based. Me teaching you. Yeah. Now, that's partly because our purpose for small groups is experiential. Mm -hmm. If my purpose of small groups was straight up Bible education, I might not emphasize this as much. But in our setting, I would emphasize creating an environment where students are safe to express doubts, to ask questions. How do you ask good questions that get honest answers from them and not just church answers? Um, How do you learn to shut your mouth and and let... the students yeah. talk and share, yeah. um, so that I'm not sure what that category no, is. Totally. I think it's part of relational ministry, but yeah. it's also maybe it's this creating the best learning environment. That's perfect. Might be yeah. might be the better I would, category. I would add to that also, you know, even just bringing up the point of, you know, how do you help, you know, not just give them the answer, but help them come to their own conclusions. So it's more of a guiding. You're more guiding them yep. than yep. boom, 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 yep. boom, boom. Yep, you know, I like it. Do the research. Do you know? Read your Bible. How do you come to the conclusion of this belief? Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Okay. Um, I think another huge one would be uh, the developmental process of students Ooh, and gosh. where they are right now. And uh, I would probably add developmental and culture. We actually do that, um, and it's really just letting leaders know where the student is right now developmentally so like what you know student right now attention span is not is not a 30 minute talk like they're not ready for a 30 minute or or gonna sit there for a 30 minute 40 minute lecture because of that that developmental piece um, they are more you know different in terms of how they process information and all that stuff and so I would teach more on the developmental piece mm-hmm. of a student is here yeah so because the student is here this may be the best way to get that yeah. information to them yeah and we found that more of a communal learning where students get to ask questions and more of an active environment helps them learn and process it better than you know a 30-minute lecture at Six o'clock at night. Yeah, whatever. Love it. Okay, my third one. I'm going to throw a curveball in. I I don't think you'll see this one coming. Um, I think I would now, based on some of our recent experiences, 
I think I would train our leaders on making sure they understand it well and can articulate the gospel. Mm. Now, however your church would describe the gospel, yeah. however your church would want you to lead a student into relationship with Jesus, yeah. um, I think is vital for the small group leaders to know. Because the reality is we are giving a massive, massive um, stewardship of trust yeah. with these small group leaders. Yeah. If you're decentralized and they're meeting in homes, I mean, we are giving them this sacred trust and I want them to know how to explain what the gospel of Jesus Christ is, really confidently be able to work a student through why do we need salvation? Yeah. Um, why Why did Jesus do what he did and why did he need to and what was God thinking and what's our state and why do we need saving and however that fleshes out in your theology. Yeah. You want your leaders to know that yeah. because in our experience, life groups, small groups is where way, way, way more students come to faith in Christ than yeah. our weekend programs. Yeah. It's where they ask questions. It's mm -hmm. where they express doubts. It's where they say, well, wait a second. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, and, and so for our leaders not to feel confident, yeah. it's, an, it's a two things. One, when a student brings it up, they need to feel confident answering. Yeah. And they need to feel confident so that they can prayerfully bring it up in the life of a student. Yeah. If you don't feel confident with it, you're not looking for opportunities to turn that corner <laughs> yeah. with a student. You're praying yeah. those opportunities never present themselves. Yeah. Um, so I would say, I want to I want to train our our leaders yeah. on how to confidently express and articulate and share the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ. No, that's good stuff, dude. Um, let me just add a few. I said development development and culture the culture piece is really just like what are they you know where are they social media wise yeah who are they listening to just having an avenue knowing what's going on in their life because a lot of that is expressed through tumblr if you have students that's on tumblr that's more of a like uh, an emotional roller right. coaster you go look on tumblr if your students are on there it's a, a yeah, emotional it's roller coaster. Instagram is huge. Um, Facebook is really for students out the door. You probably have a bunch of parents right now. Right. <laughs> if you, you want to connect with your parents, go to <laughs> on Facebook because they are there, which is great. Right. I love. Right. I love being able. Sometimes I'll just you know kind of make sure what I'm posting. I'm posting on Facebook so yeah. parents can kind of like see, oh, yeah. you know, what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Because usually funny. I just That's use Twitter. Funny. But man, and parents are like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> you post something inspirational <laughs> and parents are like, hey, man. So our six things we would train on. Yeah. I'm going to get them real quick if I can. Oh, wait. The oh. last one. Oh, that I thought that was. Oh, that you're tying yeah. that into I was tying that into development. Oh, I thought you were saying you would train them on the social media, the social world. Yeah, I would, but oh, I would okay. put that together because gotcha. that's not a lot. Okay. My last one, it's probably the most important one, depending on where you are, okay. is the crisis training. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Here, all of our leaders are mandated reporters, and so if they don't report, if a kid brings up abuse or if they bring up molestation or they bring up um, suicidal thoughts or not suicidal thoughts but that they thought about committing suicide or that they're you know they planned it out if that stuff isn't reported you know it could take legal they could take legal action on us yeah. on the actual yeah. person even the the, uh, the leader 
And so we go through a piece. We don't do it long because we don't have that many incidents. But it's, it's very key. It's very important that they know those issues, man, report them as soon as possible. You know, that's a huge, yeah. huge piece that we get that out I like there. that. Later. So purpose, where it fits in, mm-hmm. um, uh, mandating reporting, Boy. developmental process, relationships, relational ministry, mm-hmm. the, gospel. The, the gospel, and creating a great interactive learning environment. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. We're going a little bit long. That's okay. I want to, let's just, this is a speed round for you. Okay. Speed round. Okay. Um, a lot of you are probably in in that life group season right now, and we're going into it. And the 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 place where it's kind of like up for grabs is parents, because you know, for us, we go in with the idea that you know, parents trust us. We have some type of you know pulse on where they are, but we really don't. We have some parents who don't care right. that you know who they're. kids leader is because they're at HSM we have some parents that do and so we don't necessarily always get the gauge from the parent and so I want to just throw a few questions at you in terms of expectations Um, how important it is for you to be communicated to by the leader yep Um, speed around yeah the older the student gets the less I need it So when Cole or Kayla were in junior high, I wanted their life group, small group leader to communicate to us a lot via email, via text. Here's where we're meeting. Here's where we're going. Here's when we'll be back. Um, Now that Cole's a senior, I I don't really care to have that much communication. Uh, You know, I mean, I trust he's had he's actually had the same life group leaders all through junior high and high school. Um, So there's so much trust. Um, So I would say this, the older they are, the less you need to communicate. The younger they are, the more you need to. Okay. And the longer, um, the more relationship I have with that particular small group leader, yeah. the less I need communication. Yeah. So Oleg, we trust Oleg. Yeah. You know, he's he's never done us wrong. He's so I don't need to hear from Oleg very often. If Cole if Cole happened to get a brand new life group leader this year, yeah. I would still want that life group leader to communicate with me quite a bit because yeah. even though my son's seventeen, yeah. I don't you're know. New. I, the life group leader's new, so totally. I want to get to know you. And I yeah. want to get a feel for what yeah. you're doing and how you're thinking. So totally. there's a continuum in there. Awesome. Um, is it important for you to be in the process of what's being taught um, in in that instance? Is it important for you to know what's being taught? And... Now I know the correct answer should be yes, very much so. Yeah because I want to be the primary discipler yeah. and I want to follow up conversations. I'm just speaking straight up from my honest heart. Yeah. It's not that important. Yeah. Um, we trust you guys. I trust you. Um, my, my son isn't a super open book. Yeah. So, you know, um, when he wants to talk about it, we talk about it yeah. and I, I don't need to know what the, what the study was, yeah. you know, he'll, he'll, he'll kind of go there and I just yeah. jump on it. But, Again, some parents would probably say, I would really love to know everything. Yeah. So I can be a good addition to that. And others, quite frankly, because they want to make sure that we're teaching sound doctrine and all yeah. that. I think it should be available. Yeah. Put it that way. I think available. I don't want any secrets. Yeah. Anything I ask, I want an answer to. Yeah. So what do you guys teach? I want you guys to tell me what you teach. Yeah. Um, who's the host home? 
What, are, are the host home? Are they are they believers? Yeah. Are there guns in the host home? Yeah. <laughs> like I want I anything I want a question anytime I have a question I want you guys to give me the answer. Yeah. Um, but I don't expect you to always provide it up front. Yeah. No, that's good. I think I think the biggest thing that I took from that is, and I think you're one of the spectrum one on one end of the spectrum, but there's definitely a broad spectrum where parents are. Kind of like yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Some are in this space. Some are. Right. I mean, I know I've seen it in my own life group. Yeah. Um, and what I've kind of like tried to do is gauge each parent. Yep. The way they engage each parent, the way they want to be engaged exactly. within each group. And, and I think that's a great point to tell to your leaders is know your parents at least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some parents don't want right that meticulous exactly. email that they get. They just delete it. Um, and in yeah. different degrees, again, the unchurched parent who has no interest in spiritual things but just lets their kid go because yeah. why not if you're into it I'm fine yeah. to the church parent who's all in yeah. helicopter spiritual parent yeah. right no matter where they are we are still you can make a strong case that youth ministry is not in the reaching teenagers business yeah. you can make a pretty strong case that youth ministry is in the winning the trust of parents of teenagers business yeah because if we don't win their trust or if we lose their trust, yeah. even the parent who is completely uninterested, don't care. we can lose their trust. Yeah. As soon as we mistreat their kid, we've lost their trust, yeah. right? Um, and by the way, sometimes those completely uninterested parents are are the quickest to yank their kid because yeah. they're barely letting them go. They have no interest in it. And as soon as we mess up, they're, that kid's they're out, looking right? for They're a reason. looking for a reason to <laughs> yeah. say, um, and this so, isn't working. My biggest expectation is I want you to keep my trust. And when when the small group leader does something stupid and gets a yeah. speeding ticket with my son in the car, yeah. I lost some trust. Yeah. When the when I do look at the lesson and I'm like, that is the crappiest lesson. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I that's what my son you look you lost a little bit yeah. of trust. When my when a small group leader posts a picture of him at a party and I don't care that my small group my son's small group leader drinks a beer but when it looks like all he ever does is post pictures of him at parties yeah. around a keg and cute girls <laughs> in bikinis with a beer yeah now you're losing trust yeah. right yeah. Um, when when you the small group event doesn't get home when they said they would get home yeah so you know, then the big ones, right? Yeah. You 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 assault my son verbally. Yeah. You physically haze him in order to call him out from his friends. Yeah. Any of that stuff. Now you're losing my trust. Yeah. So just keep my trust. Yeah. That's and good. you've got eight or nine or seven parents, and they all have different things yeah. that cause them to lose trust. And it's part of the business. Yeah. As a small group leader, it's part of the gig is to figure out. Yeah, you got to be consistent yeah. mm-hmm. at certain points, and then at other points, you treat every single student yeah. as an individual based on where they're at and where their parents are at. And That's all good, that good stuff. That's good. All, all right. right, is that it? Yeah, our time is up. Yeah, great being with you guys this week. See Peace you. out.